You're listening to the New You.biz podcast channel. Welcome, everyone, to the New You.biz podcast channel. I'm Donald Robinson II, your host, in for a new year, new look, new sound, and everything else. And we're kicking off 2018 right with our podcast series with an interview with Miss Desiree Sims all around. Just, I'm not even going to explain and describe her to you. I'm going to let her do that for you because I think there's a lot of great information we're going to share as far as her, her life, and experience. So, Desiree, how are you? I am fantastic, Donald. Thank you so much for having me on today. I'm really excited uh, to chat with you and, um, you know, share with the world what I have to say. Most excellent. Now, for those of you who listen to us on a regular basis, we are about motivation, inspiration, and we are all about motivating people to become your better self, your higher self. And our tagline is become the new you that you deserve to be. And so, Desiree, let's kick that off with you and how you became the better you and who you deserve to be as well. So tell us a little bit about your background, who you are, what you're doing, what you've been doing. Let's start off um, maybe from childhood or wherever you want to start. Just let us know who you are. Okay, for sure, for sure. So, uh, you know, childhood didn't start off too great, Um, but, you know, I survived. Uh, So... Uh, that didn't start off too great, um, but, you know, life, you know, it, it has a way of, you know, throwing your challenges to make you stronger for the future. So I, you know, currently do, um, I came from being a personal assistant and being in the service industry, um, and then now I've branched off to um, being a part of the finance industry. I'm also a part of the flooring industry, and then I also do motivational slash inspirational speaking to the, the youth. Okay. Now, what in terms of the finance industry, what what do you, what service do you provide in finance? So, in finance, we actually uh, help people to you know get a grasp on their finances. There's there's a gap really in in the help for middle America because um, you know certain companies won't work with uh, you know certain income levels. But, you know, we work with everyone so we can help people, you know, get out of debt faster and save a ton of money on interest. Um, We help them. My main passion and like, you know, is really helping people um, get, you know, help with their insurance, because a lot of people are getting taken advantage of by different insurance agents that don't really have their best interests at heart. Uh, And so, you know, and they're just interested in their commission. So I am making like my mission to make sure like we don't charge for, you know, their, you know, initial consultation. Like we just want to see what you have and make sure that you're not going to, you know, unfortunately, you know, when you pass away, you don't really know. Right. Uh, you know, your family is the one that's going to be, you know, taking care of all of that. So we help with that as well. We help with investments, uh, you name it. We can help you put get on a budget. We just really want to help you get your finances in order. And we just want to, do what's right for you. Okay. So let's go back to, you said your background, your background wasn't all that great growing up. And I want the listeners to understand 
how far you came in your success, because obviously you're very successful, and congratulations for all your endeavors. So let's talk a little bit about your growing up. Uh, what what was it about your growing up that was challenging? Uh, so, you know, growing up, uh, I grew up in a, uh, I grew up just being raised by a single mother. Um, and so she raised uh, me and my sister, and she did a phenomenal job. Uh, but, you know, obviously, you know, having that scenario growing up without having both parents in the home and things of that nature, it makes it a little challenging. Uh, and, you know, honestly, I didn't feel, you know, in grade school, didn't really feel like I belonged to any group of uh, people. I felt kind of like an outcast in a sense, even though on the outside, you know, it seemed like everything was good, but on the inside, there was a battle going on on the inside. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and a lot of people, I think, you know, a lot of people are kind of afraid to say that, you know, you know, people are always kind of looking at me like, oh, you're so happy. You're so this, you're so that. And, you know, but at the end of the day, we all go through stuff Yes. and we all have, we all have stuff. And so, you know, we, a lot of us put on masks and I did that for a while um, growing up. So um, and then just got into, uh, you know, went to college, you know, and just kind of took all that baggage with me of not fitting in, you know, feeling like I kind of missed out on a little bit of, of something because I didn't have that, you know, white picket fence, you know, right. parents are married, everything's good. It makes it, it just makes it hard, you know, and uh, not having that um, stability, right? I guess is what you would call it um, growing up. Right. Yeah, I think, um, but on the flip side of that, I can attest to the single parenthood. Um, my, my parents divorced when I was three, so I grew up pretty much a single household with my mom and my grandmother. And um, I can tell you it's something about it, even though it's harder, but it's something about it that gives you more resolve, I think. I think a yes. lot of times, you know, it's something about human nature where we have to miss things in order to bring out our better selves our higher selves and and grow and prosper into who we should be i don't know if that's just something that built in us that we love challenges that or there are challenges bring out the best in us or or it, well i don't know what it is but it just seems like when people a lot of people i know who have that that background similar backgrounds such as yours and mine they tend to really thrive and success not to say that people under two parent households don't succeed because they do but it right. just seemed like it's for a lot of people I've heard from that, you know, grew up either, you know, not as um, prosperous materially or definitely, you know, with single parenthood, they really have found their way to shine. And and that's more what I want to get into with you. What was what were those moments that helped you pull out your your resolve to become your better self and your higher self? You know, honestly, it was um, my my hero is, um, besides Jesus, is my mom, sure. um, because unfortunately she passed away um, with of lung cancer in 2007. Sorry, she that. was super young. Yeah, she was super young. Um, but that really gave me like a spark. I already kind of had that, you know, will to win kind of, you know, uh, spirit. But that just really kind of took me over the top because I, you know, I really wanted to, um, you know, really create a legacy for her in sure, a sense, sure. you know, um, to, to not have her death be in vain and 
to, you know, say, hey, you know, I really need to make something of myself. Like, my mom gave her all, and unfortunately, she passed away a little too early. Yeah. A lot of too early. Yeah. Um, but that really, that motivates me. And I also have, um, I also have a child. He's nine. Um, that is definitely my daily motivation. And, um, you know, it just really, it does something to you. When you lose a parent, um, it does something to you. And it kind of, it, for me at least, uh, put on a switch to where, you know, I want to help, you know, single parents. Yeah. Like that's ultimately like my end goal is to be able to help single parents, whether it be, you know, helping them, um, you know, feed their children one week or it is, you know, giving them the knowledge that they need in order to maybe start their own business or yeah. their little side hustle or whatever it is. But there is just something like on the inside of me now that is like, you know what, I want to give back to single parents because, you know, my mom gave her all to me. So. Wow. That's wonderful. That's remarkable. Um, and in terms of giving back on in tribute to your mother, what, what, what are some of the things that you do on that vein? As far as you said, giving back. Yeah. In, in turn, like you said, you want to, you basically giving back and tribute to your mother. What kind of events do you put together? What kind of activities do you do to do that? Well, I, um, I haven't actually put together like a huge event for it, but I kind of do stuff on the low key. Okay. So, um, you know, whether that's, like I said, as far as like feeding a family one week okay. or, you know, assisting uh, a single parent, you know, with whatever it is that they need. I haven't, um, that's, that's my end goal, you know, is to have events, um, and, and aid for the parents that are kind of, because my mother was a, a parent that was, uh, making good money, but not good enough money as, and, you know, to get out of debt and really provide how she wanted to provide yeah so you know that kind of like that middle you know middle america like just basically barely getting by but don't you know don't make too much basically to get help right right um so you know that is definitely my end my end game and as i'm you know i'm, I'm preparing for that now i was actually thinking about that earlier today just getting back into the swing of things uh, with those things and doing different events. And I really actually love to speak to the youth as well. I, you know, um, I've sp spoken for um, an organization, me, myself, and I, t uh, teens, which uh, helps out the youth in um, basically the youth that are struggling. Okay. Um, so I spoke to them. Um, I've spoken, you know, at an event that T Rose um, organization does in Idlewild. Right. Um, which their event's actually coming up in July. But um, so I really just I want to do these the speaking events. And, you know, if I can motivate a parent, if I can motivate a child, if I can motivate or inspire anybody to, you know, it doesn't matter where you came from. You can you can take that and, and use it as fuel to actually propel you towards your future. Sure. And, you know, have an awesome future. That sounds awesome. Wow. I mean, you seem like you're doing a lot like you're doing a lot. And a lot of it's unsung, you know, because you're doing it not for the fame before the love you're not doing it for the recognition but for the love of the people yeah no i like to yeah yeah i like to be low-key in yeah. a sense yeah. um you know i don't mind doing the speaking and stuff like that but a lot of you kind of caught me off guard when you said what are you doing i'm like ah it's kind of like i do stuff low-key because i don't necessarily need the recognition in a sense you know what i mean yeah but it's sometimes also you have to sometimes stop and smell the rose or look back and smell the roses because you, you're doing a lot and you'd be surprised that the, the difference you make in somebody's life. It could be just that one person you might have the one small gesture. You may not have thought as much, 
may have turned around their whole lives. So you ne- you just never know. Right. You know, sometimes right. I think I think sometimes we just have to count our blessings, especially when we become blessings to somebody else, because you never know how far that it goes. It goes a long way. We just don't see it. And it's not always displayed. You know, Lord knows in the media, we see so much stuff, you know, so much sensationalism because they're trying to grab ratings. They don't care if it's good or bad. They just want to make sure people watch their channel. So right. it's like, you know, that's why we see so many bad things. But, you know, a lot of good things, a lot of good people doing great things that are going unsung. And, and you're one of them. And I, I, for one, would commend and applaud you for that. So thank you very much for what you do. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely welcome. Now, in terms of financial services you provide, uh, is there a company that you work for? Do you have your own company or how is that? How is that set up? Um, I'm actually, so I work with uh, Primerica for the finance, um, and for the flooring, I actually work with um, Century, Okay. and um, with the flooring, we do like the commercial cleaning, and we actually do residential install, so I'm actually pretty excited about that one, too, because I can do kind of like my own mini HGTV kind of thing, you know, obviously, I'm not on HGTV, but seeing like the transformations and, you know, transforming somebody's home is just super cool to me. Okay, so you actually do flooring? Yes. So, yep, I do finance flooring, and then basically I call it, like, my faith thing, you know, to where I do the motivational speaking and inspirational speaking. So Okay. I'm a busy woman. I see. (laughs) I see. Well, well, thank you for staying busy. In terms of motivational speaking, are you – do you speak to groups or businesses, or who's your audience? Uh, So I mainly was focused on – like the younger um, generation, as far as like young young women, okay, because um, I can resonate with them a little bit more, kind of in a sense of I, I wanted to speak to them and speak life into them and basically help them to avoid some of the mistakes that I made, sure. you know, early on, um, just not being educated on some you know on certain things and to help them you know not have to dig themselves out of a hole yeah um but i also you know i've spoken to when i went to the t rose event and i spoke for them in idlewild that was a group of older women so really i mean anybody can use inspiration motivation you know at any given moment really but that's kind of my um my go-to is that i really i just want to touch the lives of young women because there is just so much going on and so much confusion of what you should be, who you should be, you know, and, and it's just, it's crazy. I can't even imagine being a young teenager right now growing up in the world that we live in. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's tough. And because part of it being tough is because they're thrown so much is thrown at them, you know, information, you know, information when we were growing up, it wasn't this readily available. You were allowed to be a kid. And now, the challenges, even not even teenagers. I mean, the young ones from five, ages five on up, you know, yes. they're exposed to so much. And the downside to that is they're exposed to things they should not know at that age. And they express that because they've seen it, they've heard it. And right. it's almost to the point where how do you stop it? Because as we go into the deeper into the information age, it just seems like everything is readily available to everyone at all times. Yes, so it's just, just a click away. Yeah, it's just a click away. No matter how you try to stop it, you can't stop it. So I think the challenge as a parent now is to be able to monitor and filter it versus trying to make them stop because you, unfortunately you're not going to stop them. Um, but at least if you can monitor it or minimize as much as you can um, and just try to be that mentor and teacher to them, because that's what your parents are the first teacher 
in a person's life. So, you right. know, so it's like it's a matter of just trying to, to monitor all of that. So it's like it's it's a it's an interesting time we're living in now because is as a as a parent, you're challenged too. You have to grow and, and you have to be more evolved and you have to it's almost like you have to be forced to meet them where they're at, which is way more advanced than we were at those ages. So Right. Yeah, you know, it's a lot it's a lot that goes into it all, but I think Overall, I think there's a lot that on the flip side to that, there's a lot of young people doing great stuff. You know, they're inventing things, they're creating apps, they're doing, you know, they're creating their own businesses. At, and sometimes, absolutely. Yeah. And sometimes they're preteens, you know, they may be 10, 11, 12 years old creating businesses. Um, it's just a matter of knowing who's out there doing what. And even even though, like you say, we're in the information age, but the, the good side to that is we can get information on people doing good things more readily now than we ever did before in our history. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. The, uh, the T Rose organization that, uh, that I help out and, you know, I love Teresa Randleman. She's amazing. And um, we actually just this past Sunday had an event to where there were young entrepreneurs. And so it was young women under the age of 17 that started their own businesses. There were girls there that were making soaps, doing nails, hair, yeah. clothes, books. It was just amazing. And it's just, there's, there is so many good things out there in the world that, you know, that's, that's what I really want to, you know, push towards these, these young people. Like you don't have to, you know, get into all this mess. Right. You can be productive with your time. You can make a soap, make a can, whatever your passion is, you can make a business out of it. Right. 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 You really can. Oh, absolutely. And for our, our loyal listeners who've been listening to us, if you don't, well, for, you know that we're based here, right here in the heart of Detroit, Michigan, the Metro Detroit area. And for those of you who are just now listening to the program, that's where we're broadcasting and recording from. So with some of the dynamics we're talking about pertain to our area, but some of these principles and some ideas that, and the things that we talk about apply to everyone all over the world because there's so many issues that we have in common no matter where you are, no matter what land you're in, that it, it speaks to a lot of us. And young people all over the world have challenges, you know, just the, the, the various degrees because of the region you're in. But if you listen to what we're talking about here to, on, this, on this episode, it's about reaching back. It's about inspiring somebody, each one, teach one. And all the, the, the famous quotes we've heard, the way that we've heard of, of different sayings and, and the famous sayings we've heard, they still do ring and apply because it's about truth and it's about universal truth. Uh, as human beings, we're all connected and that we have a duty and an obligation to, to reach out to each other on any level, whether it be a smile to say hello to someone or help someone in need. But if you, if you plant that good seed, you will bear great fruit. So that's what we're talking about. Now let's switch the topic a little bit. So let's go into how you got into each of the different areas that you're working on. I'm I'm curious personally as to how you got into flooring. Let's start there and then <laughs> let's talk about how you got into finance. I'm like flooring. That's that sounds great. So random, right? No. So uh, you know, really, I, I kind of wanted to when I was thinking about this and and I saw you, you know the questions that you gave me and and all those good things. I'm like, how did I get into flooring? So. Basically, it was a long time coming, and, and I kind of want to encourage the listeners that people are watching you. Yeah, People are always watching you, whether or not you know it or not. Every Facebook post, walking down the street, 
all these different things. People are watching you. And I was actually approached by uh, the CEO of the company that knows and, and has saw, you know, has seen my posts on Facebook and just how I operate on a day-to-day level. And he said, hey, we're expanding in Detroit. I would love to have you on our team. Come check us out if you want to do it. Hey, cool. Let's let's figure this out. Let's let's figure out what you know mutually beneficial um, you know relationship. And so that's basically how I came into Lauren. And it was just uh, you know I was just approached because of how I am, I guess okay. you know in a sense. Um, and it's been fun because it's been a realm I'm not really uh, familiar with, but I'm, I love learning new things. I love the challenge of learning new things. Um, and we're actually doing um, some installs at churches and uh, homes. Um, we do, like I said, commercial cleaning. So we clean, you know, Lifetime Fitness. We clean all the Chase Banks in Southeast Michigan. Wow. Uh, yeah. So we're, we're, we're do, you know, it's, we stay busy. Yeah. Busy. <laughs> yeah, that's great. But it's a good time. Like I said, you know, I love it. I love to see the transformation of the buildings and just to see something go from so dirty to so clean and being able to solve that problem for the client, because it's all about solving problems. The, the you know, that's the name of the game is being of service to people and solving their problems, whether it's cleaning or flooring or, you know, and I really just want to bring you know, as much just transparency to the client and say, Hey, you know, this is what's going to work. This is what's not going to work. This is what the price really is. Like, so if somebody told you different, they're lying to try to get a higher profit, right. you know, kind of things like that. that. Cause that's just how I operate. Right. So I'm always on a, you know, being operating with a level, a high level of integrity and sure. just wanting to do what's right for the client. That's, that's sounds good to me. I mean that you can't <laughs> go wrong that way. You can never go wrong. I think in business, People don't understand there's a certain level of business ethics and people can do what they want to do, you know, overcharge a customer, cheat a customer, whatever. But the longevity of business is when you provide a good service and when you treat people right. And I think that's what it's all about. You know, a lot of right. times, like you look at the CEO, somebody who created a company with their own bare hands, you know, they built it for a reason. They were serious about building it. So to have someone come in and just cheat customers or whatever to, to, and tear that business down, that that's like, you know, it's, it's, it's devastating because then the miles to feed that the people who work there don't have a job anymore or, th- you know, when they close up shop. So it's a ripple effect to all of that. And and at the same time, it's a ripple effect in a good way, too, because as you as the business grows and expands, then you're reaching and touching more people, too. Absolutely. Now, in terms Absolutely. of finance, how did you get involved with, with the financial area with uh, insurance and uh, Primerica and, and that company? So I actually uh, just wanted to learn. I actually had a friend of mine that was on Facebook and uh, I actually saw him posting about some money posts and things like that. And I was like, you know, I really want to learn more about money and just really how it all works. Because unfortunately, in, you know, grade school and things of that nature, we don't learn that kind of stuff. Yeah. And really needs to change. We like, you know, I, I've actually was talking to a friend about it. We learned how to dissect frogs and these different equations that we'll never use again. But we don't have a finance class that teaches us about insurance, that teaches us about debt, investments, things like that. So I went to a class and learned about it. And um, they offered that there was a class. So I said, you know what, I'm going to take this class and see what it's all about. Uh, and then once I started learning about how the industry was as a whole, I don't know, as a whole, I guess you could say, or the majority of people out there that are selling um, the life insurance. Yeah. Um, 
there's just a lot of crooked people and selling things that don't benefit the client at the end of the day or at the end of their life, really. Right. And, you know, unfortunately, so when I, when I learned these things and I learned how kind of crooked everything was, I was like, oh yeah, I'm in, like, I'm getting licensed and I'm going to help these people and make sure that they have the best insurance. Because if you're paying for something, but you're not really going to get the benefit at the end of your life or something's going to happen to where you can't be insured later on or whatever. Like, cause there's so much, there's like your packet, your insurance, you know, is actually, there's so many things in it and who really reads it. Right. I mean, come on. So, right. <laughs> so you're paying into something that you really don't know. And so I, that's what I really was, you know, it really lit a fire in me because I'm always about doing what's right. Sure. And so, you know, it's just unfortunate that a lot of the insurance industry is known as crooked and I'm trying to straighten it out in a sense. So uh, that's basically how I got started with that. And it's actually super simple to get licensed. Um, If any of the listeners are listening right now and want to learn about getting licensed, they can definitely contact me and I can, you know, put them through the process. But um, it is, it's very rewarding for me because I know that I'm helping the widows and the orphans. Um, because ultimately that's who's left behind after somebody passes away. So knowing that they're paying for something, they're going to get it and all it will be, you know, well, in a sense of financially, um, you know, lifting that financial burden off of them when tragedy strikes is amazing. It's a, I can't really describe to you how it feels. Now there's some people out there, I'm sure listening that are very, averse and afraid of insurance or, or don't even want insurance because they don't understand how it works. Give, give us a little tidbit on why it's important to have insurance. So it's important to have life insurance because it's really like at the end of the day, it's not about you. Um, you know, if you really do love and care for your family, your kids, your wife or your husband, whatever, whoever, you know, is getting the insurance, um, or even, even, even if you're a single person and you don't have any kids, you're not married, um, somebody has to bury you. Right. And so, you know, why would you put that burden on somebody else? Especially like, it's probably going to be your mom or your dad that has to take on that burden if you pass away, um, prematurely. So, you know, it's really important and, and it's, you know, what we call like a necessary evil. Nobody really wants to pay for it. Right. I don't want to pay for mine either. I would love to pay something else. I would love to spend my money on something else. Sure. But to know that my family will be taken care of if, God forbid, something happens to me, gives me peace of mind at the end of the day, knowing that financially they're not going to suffer. Okay. And so, you know, especially if you're the you're the breadwinner and you're the main one bringing in the money, it's it's in a sense, it's income protection Yeah. because you, you're leaving behind bills, you're leaving behind your family right. and you're leaving behind bills. You're leaving behind a mortgage, car right. payment, whatever, food, whatever, like whatever, Yeah. whatever you're paying for right now, you're leaving that behind. And so it's just, it's, it's income protection. You're protecting your income so that your family, your family's going to go through enough, Right. you know, when you pass away prematurely, right. they're going to be devastated. Why add on financial devastation to that? Sure. That makes sense. You know, and it's, and it's, it's less expensive than people think. So a lot of like, and that kind of goes back to my point of people getting taken advantage of. There's just, you know, people just don't know. They don't know what they don't know. So they just get whatever because Joe down the street has whatever. And unfortunately, you know, some people pay a ton of money and they really don't need to pay that much money. Okay. Um, 
You know what I'm saying? So it's really all about sitting down, having somebody say, okay, this is what it is, you know? And like I said, we, it doesn't have to be expensive. It doesn't. And it could go to anybody's, but any budget, anything, at least get something. Sure. Just something. (laughs) Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, and I'm glad you broke it down the way you did because it, that makes a whole lot of sense. Um, a lot of people don't think about taking care of themselves in the terms of who they leave behind. And it's very important, you know, to, to have at least something because you're right. Once, once those, once you're gone from this earth and then those bills hit, you know, you got to bury somebody, you got to cremate them and the right. debts they leave behind, you got to take care of all that paperwork, the business aspect of it. It's just, it just leaves for a lot. But then also I think it's a wealth transfer too. A lot of people don't know that life insurance actually helps people, you know, in terms of, you know, if, if, if a parent has enough, a large enough policy, they can have some, some, some money for seed money to do something else, or at least have something for themselves too. Oh, um, absolutely. Yeah. I have mine set up to where I have a pretty large chunk for life insurance. So half of it goes, is going to go for living expenses and half of it. Um, I have instructions to first to contact a certain person to put it in investment so that my family generationally, they can just live off the interest yeah. at that point. And so it really, you know, especially for a family that may be struggling a little bit financially, it can help to break that, that you know, the generational poverty and actually start, you know, creating generational wealth. Yeah. Because if you put money into an, in a certain investment account or different things, you know, you can, you know, obviously build money. Yeah. Over time. Yeah. So it really could change the whole course of your family line if you do it the right way and you actually, you know, have the right insurance. Okay. Yeah. Um, and that's well said. And I think that's a lot of, a lot of people now are, are beginning to understand what that means. You know, there, there's a lot of, of information again, because of the information age, anybody can get inf- information from anywhere about any subject. And, uh, I encourage all you listeners out there listening now, I encourage you all to check it out. Um, check if you don't have insurance, Get some, get some life insurance, get some protection for yourself, disability insurance, uh, accidental insurance, whatever insurance you need, get it. Because even if you, even, you, even if you're alive and working, something happens where you can't work, those bills still keep coming. You know, the lights and gas still have to be turned on. You still got to get food. So, you know, it's important to have something to, to, to fall back on and have an income coming in for yourself. So in terms of, in terms of you being in, involved with a lot of different things, I'm sure there's a lot of growth spurts you've had spiritually for yourself in, you know, your client base, talking to people with, with no matter what either business. So can you share some of the life lessons you've learned in terms of your business and what, what, you know, in looking and dealing with other people, what you've learned about yourself along the way? Hmm. That is a great question. So what I have learned about myself along the way, you know, really uh business, really exposes you and kind of exposes your, um, I I don't want to say weaknesses, but just your things you don't really think of when you have a job where you report to, because when you have a business, it all rides on you. And so it has definitely taught me about, you know, really first and foremost, tapping into God every single day, right? Because without God, you can't do anything. Right. Um, so that's first and foremost. Um, and then really working on prioritizing, prioritizing everything, you know, and really staying organized. Um, because if you're not, (laughs) 
you can just kind of like run amok. And there's days where, you know, nobody's perfect. So I kind of slip and I'm like, oh, wait, I need to really check in and see what I have going on so I don't get all stressed out. Sure. Um, You know, and it's really taught me about that. And, you know, really and really managing time well. You really have to manage time well. Yeah. Uh, if you don't, it's just time will get because time is your the asset that you will never get back. Sure. It's your greatest asset, and you will never like once this minute goes once once we you know finish this conversation for however long it is, we're never gonna get the time back. Right. And so it's really you know really staying focused and prioritizing on what's important. You know, number one is God. Number two is family, and then you know number three are the businesses. And so keeping all of that in line, and you know really going day to day and just trying to be be of service. Sure. Like that's really what I've learned, you know, even if I don't get a sale or in, there's no money transfer, I at least want there to be a love transfer Sure. to where I teach somebody something or I even, you know, how you talked about earlier, just smiling at somebody or offering them some type of words of encouragement or compliment or whatever. I at least want there to be some sort of love transfer. And so I just like try to live my day like that all, all the time. Um, and that's really, you know, what I've learned is to really just keep everything in priority and just focus on love. I love that love transfer. That's a great concept. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna start using. It. You need to, you need to trademark that one because I, I think I'm <laughs> love gonna use transfer. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna love transfer and put it in somebody's spiritual bank account. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Because that lasts longer than the monetary, you know, transfer. You know, obviously, all of us want to grow our businesses and. You know, we would love to make more money. But at the end of the day, though, it's the love transfer that counts the most. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uplifting somebody or or you could change the whole course of somebody's life by one love transfer. Well, that love transfer can can morph into somebody making better money. So it's like the love transfer is the basis and the long term action because it pay it, it pays forward to somebody for their lifetime. You know, they they may be inspired to do better, go back to school and then get more money. You know what I mean? Right. Absolutely. Now, in in terms of when you wake up every day and you say to yourself, I'm going to get out here. I'm going to this is a new day. I got a a new beginning. What inspires you to do what you do? You know, what inspires me is I just really I just know that there's a lot of hurting people out there. And so it, it really, you know, a lot of, um, you know, I don't, you're not really familiar with my Facebook page, but I like to, you know, share inspiration and like I talked about in the motivation and to build people up. And so I get out there knowing that I can, you know, in the financial realm, I could potentially change somebody's financial future to where maybe they weren't even thinking they were going to get out of debt, but I get them out of debt. Yeah. 10 years sooner, saving a ton on interest. They can invest that money. Now they can retire with dignity. Yeah. You know, huge, huge thing, you know. And, you know, as far as the flooring goes, being able to be that person that is going to be honest with them because I've heard some horror stories of contractors and different companies and things of that nature. And I just, like I said before, just want to operate with a level of integrity and know and, and be of good service to my clients and sure. say, Hey, this is how it really is. This is how, what it really costs. You know, we're not marking it up 90%, you know, kind of thing. Right. Um, you know, just straight lace and just, and as far as the, you know, really motivational speaking and doing to the groups, I have, I would love to have more speaking opportunities. I haven't, um, 
been as diligent to to seek them out. Um, but I would love to do that more and to speak to young women and and young, you know, maybe even go to the um, figure out how to get into the uh, the facilities. The um, they're not jails, but I can't even think of the name right now. Um, detention facilities. Yeah. Um, for the young women, uh, you know, I would love to get into there. So it really just, you know, every day I just wake up like, how can I serve people? How can I help people? Sure. How can I, you know, whatever it is, you know, because sometimes I don't have appointments that day. And sometimes it's the day to where I'm just going out and trying to, you know, be of service in a different way. Sure. Um, or servicing my family and, you know, making sure my family is taken care of and people go to the appointments and things of that nature. So, yeah, I just, I've always been that way. Yeah. Even before business, I've always been the helper. Um, I've always been, you know, I was actually looking back on, on some things that I found tucked away from like third grade, fourth grade of just different traits I had and awards I received. And I've always been that way. And so now I can, as an adult, I can be that way in a much bigger capacity. Sure, sure. Now, in terms of um, your social media, you mentioned that you, you know, like to put out positive messages. Do you put out other things like links to other, like maybe sites or Facebook pages that are inspirational? I mean, do you, uh, how do you, how do you use social media to get your message across? So, yeah, I definitely, um, if I see something that's good from another page, I will for sure share it to my page. A lot of times I do live videos. So, uh, you know, basically, you know, if I'm learning something with whatever book I'm reading, like right now I'm reading Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren. So if I find a little nugget in there, I'll share it, okay. you know, and say, hey, this is what I'm reading. This is an awesome nugget. You know, hope it helps you. See you guys later. You know, obviously no longer form, but, uh, you know, I really enjoy just kind of putting that stuff out there and really just sharing, sharing my journey, sharing, you know, nuggets that I find um, that maybe people, you know, it's not a priority for them, but they're scrolling Facebook and they see this video and boom, you know, uh, they see a little motivation for the day. Sure. So, you know, but I'm always, yeah, I'm sharing um, just things that I'm learning and how I'm evolving and because we're always, you know, evolving and, and growing each and every day. So just kind of taking people on my journey of things that I'm learning. Okay. I said, that sounds good. I mean, unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> well, no, it does because unfortunately there's a lot of people who don't, they stunt their own growth and they don't grow. And then the results manifest within themselves and you'll see it. I mean, people are becoming bitter. Like you said, there's a lot of broken people out here. I think if more people were on the quest to personally grow, then, you know, the world, you know, ideally as the old cliche goes, the world would be a better place in many, in many forms and fashions. But the thing is, when you don't get on that path, you become brittle. It's just like anything else. Like if, if you look at some, you know, certain types of food, if you, if you don't get it while it's hot and fresh and soft, okay, fine. But you let it sit and sits there and sits there, it gets cold, gets hard. You don't even want it anymore. Um, (laughs) And I think the challenge in life now is to make sure our hearts don't go that route and our spirits don't go that route because there's there's a lot of, it seems like there's a lot of, lot more ways now for, to make it easier for you you to become a cynic and become skeptical, doubtful, and just have all kind of, you know, all kind of negative connotations to your thinking and your feelings. But, you know, if, and also to bring it to a higher spiritual level, 
your outlook also affects your physical health because when you're thinking positive, you just you just can tell the energy levels different. I mean, you feel more energetic. You feel more, you know, even if, even if you're tired, you still feel more confident. You, you just, it's just some, some the way you about to carry yourself makes a difference. Um, yes. But when people do a lot of things, when they focus on the negative, whether it be talking about other people or just having a negative attitude about everything, being pessimistic, being worried about everything, it shows. And that's how cancer, like you said, like you said earlier, a lot of that. I mean, there's a lot of issues with cancer and stuff like that. And just a lot of people just having a lot, a lot of issues. So it's like, I think the challenge for people who do quest growth is how to you, how do you mend people and help them become unbroken? Because that's the biggest challenge I think we have facing our society today. It doesn't help that social media and technology helps people become more isolated but even right. even without the isolation, there's still brokenness out here. And so, how do you mend? How do you mend those broken hearts and souls? You know. Right, right. And you know, and I think the the simple answer to that, and I know you're not necessarily maybe even asking me, but just what popped in my head was that it, it's a it's unforgiveness. Yeah. It all boils down to unforgiveness because you know if you've made mistakes in the past, you have to forgive yourself. If people have made mistakes in your past, you have to forgive them, um, you know, and, and if you're a spiritual person and you believe in God, you know, um, if you have unforgiveness in your heart, then your prayers aren't even being heard. Right. It's not even worth it. Get over it. Get yeah. over whatever somebody did to you, yeah. you know, and, and, and forgive yourself. I think that's what um, a lot of people struggle with the most yep. is forgiveness within, within themselves. Yeah. And because, oh, I shouldn't have done that, or I'm so this, or I'm so that. And it's like, no, you know what? You know, one of the things that I heard a long time ago was that we really have to remember that people are doing the best that they can yeah. with what they've learned so far. Yeah. And that includes you. Yep. You did the best you could with what you learned so far, and now you need to learn some new things. Right. And you need to grow, and you need to evolve. Right. Um, and so I think that really is just the, the simple answer of it is, is unforgiveness and, and just forgiving. Oh, yeah. And letting it all go and say, OK, let's keep it moving. Well, this... because so many people remain stagnant in their past and whatever it is or whoever broke up with them or whatever they went through or what. No, let's keep it moving. Yeah. We have much more of life to live. Well, it's it's wonderful that you bring that up, because to, in, in many ways in life, there's beauty in simplicity. You know, it's, it's something, and then if the, I think about even myself, you, when you worry about something, you think about it over and over and over, it mulls in your mind, and you, you worry, you, you're sweating, you, your heart is racing about something. Um, it's about that fear, overcoming that fear, too. And, in fact, that's one of our previous episodes is talking about how to deal with fear. And mm. you find out once you overcome that fear and accomplish the goal or take the task at hand or whatever happens, you look back and say, well, what was I worried about? Why was I so worried about this thing? When I didn't have to be, well, the fear becomes a cloud over your eyes and you don't see it. You know, you don't see the the, the light right. at the end of the tunnel. And I think that, like I tell people all the time, I think that like anything else in life, in order, in order to perfect what, you're, what you want to do and what you're trying to do, you have to practice it. It's like a daily routine. You have to practice that thinking, um, you know, and just like people, I think that's why people become negative because guess what? They're thinking negative every day, every given moment of the waking hours. So as you do that, you, you don't, I mean, you perfect it in a negative way. You perfect it going downward. So you become a perfect, you become a perfectly brittle. You become a perfectly unbroken, you know. 
Right. And I think right. that I think that more people just need to change the mindset. It's it's it's, it's simple in, in concept, but so hard for people to do. Um, and I think a lot of people, you know, when it comes to that, you see it in the results. Like somebody who lives in the city has never been outside of their block or never been on the other side of the city. You know, they mm-hmm. think that's all there is, and the negative connotation comes. This is all life has to offer me. Well, that can change, but just by somebody's exposure to something different, just seeing somebody online living their best life, and then you something that you may want have wanted to do and given up hope on, then you say, "Well, how did they get there? Let me dig a little deeper. They're doing. Mm-hmm. They're looking the way I want to look. They're doing the things I've always wanted to do. How do I get to that point? Then, then with that, it's like a it's like a building block process. You start thinking like that. Then you say, "What do I need to do to get there? How do I start getting there? What? Who do I need to talk to? I mean, it didn't, then the willingness becomes more of a, it becomes more of a frequent thing, you know. And then, and the more willing you want to do it, the more likelihood you're gonna do it. And then, like everything, it's like like I said before, it becomes a daily routine and a daily practice. Then you become perfect in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, and that just seems like that's our nature too. It's like we have to see things, we have to touch it, feel it, smell it, taste it for us for it to be relevant to us. And then once that happens, then you say, "Oh, I want more of that. I want more of it." And then that's how people end up being successful. And I think a lot of people don't understand a successful person will go through a million failures to touch that one success, you know. And 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 that's part of the process. But the failure is not a negative thing. It's the fact that you're learning. You, that, that's your growth maturation process that's you know that's the old thing like they talk about growing pains there's going to be pains in growing so the pain could be a simple fear like i'm going to fail thinking i'm going to fail that that's that that's a pain you have to go through to overcome to grow you know right now in terms of what you're doing now the services you provide to others and when you go out to motive to do motivational speaking inspirational speaking where do you think you you'll be in your own career maybe five to even 10 years from now if you can go that far so i like to look ahead but i kind of um you know i really let god take the wheel so um i like to make plans i I have vision uh you know kind of like a generic vision i guess you would say because i don't really know right what tomorrow holds um but, you know, I would really, you know, I see myself have helped, you know, thousands of people, okay. you know, whether that, whether that be in the financial realm, helping them get out of debt and, you know, getting out of this bogus life insurance policy that, you know, isn't benefiting them or, right. um, you know, whatever it is, um, you know, as far as the flooring industry, helping those clients, you know, be satisfied and, and get good, honest, um, you know, efficient service. Um, and really, you know, as, as far as like in that group of people, like speaking life into the young people okay. um, to help them make the best decisions for their lives, that really is what fuels me up the most or fire, fires me up the most um, is helping them because they are ultimately our future. Yeah. And so if they've got it all screwed up, then America's going to be all screwed up and, right. you know, the world as a whole. Um, and so, you know, I really just as much as I can just to help people in whatever way they need help. Yeah. That's just really what I, I would love to do. Um, and, and where I see my business at a five to 10 years, I don't necessarily have a dollar amount. Right. I don't have anything like that because God always provides. Sure. So I'm not worried about that, but um, just really helping people. 
And that's where and, it's all at. Yeah. Yeah. And just making sure people get the right service. They, they, you know, get honest service. And like I said, speaking life into the young people, because that's where it's at. They, they need help. They've got too much. Like you said, the information age, they got too much information and too much of the wrong information. Yep. Of just things that are going on and being shared and of what, what life is supposed to be like, or that you're supposed to be this or that or whatever. And it's like, no, we need to get back to what life is supposed to be about yeah. and be about love and compassion and forgiveness and, and of service sure. instead of, you know, big houses and big cars and having no soul. Right. Right. You know, so. And I think also speaking to the other challenge and I, it, it, kids do it and you know they do it more often now. And like I said, because of information and technology, but adults have done it also for generations. It's the fact that not like you say, not only do you receive misinformation, you end up sharing that with your peer group. So you, so you're sharing, you have the wrong information yourself and you're spreading right. that wrong information to other people. You don't even notice the wrong information, but you're spreading it to other people. And right. they're, they're soaking it in, tuning in, listening very closely and, and taking that to, to heart and, you have a lot of misinformed people out here. And I think that's how that kind of trend starts, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. There's a lot of fake news out there. Yeah. There's a lot of fake stuff out there. Just people, you know, create a blog and post some stuff up there. And then people say, oh my gosh, can you believe this? And they share it. And it's yeah. not even true. Yeah. 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 And, and I think that's because they see it in writing. They think it's official. It, it must be true because I see it. No, that's right. Not, that's not the case. Right. That's not right. the case. But so I guess that's for positive people like yourself. That's another level to the challenges, putting out the truth and putting out good vibes and good information out there to counter that. And I think that a lot of people are doing that and are being successful with it. And uh, I tell you, what, from my perch, I can see that you could, in five years from now, I'll be seeing you, your name probably on the, some of these motivational circles with these other folks, you know, um, because I think that's that my plan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're on your right. You're on the right path. I think you're really onto something, and you're well on your way with it. Which I commend commend you for that as well. well. I appreciate that. Yeah, no problem, no problem. So, in terms of, I know you got a bunch of different things going on. So, if someone wants to contact you about anything we've talked about here, where can someone contact you? So they can, um, you could shoot me a text or call me on my business phone, which is, uh, the phone number is 248-919-8884. Um, that's actually probably the best way to get a hold of me. Um, uh, but you could also, um, we could use my Century email. Um, so you could do the email dsims, so D-S-I-M-S at century-gr.com. That's probably the two best ways to get a hold of me right now. Or you can find me on social media, um, Desiree Sims, D-E-S-I-R-E-E, and last name S-I-M-S. Um, I have kind of like a, I don't know, there's probably a lot of Desiree Sims out there, but um, I have like a plaid shirt on-ish. It looks like a plaid shirt with like a orange, pinkish kind of color. Okay. okay. <laughs> Maybe you can find me, I don't know. But uh, maybe, you, you know, if you can put the link or something on your site, but. Because it's kind of, I've seen quite a few, which I thought my name was unique, but I'm finding out it's not as much anymore. Uh, but <laughs> Okay. Well, you're unique anyway, so somebody will find you, I'm sure. Yes, and there's a will, there's a way. Oh, yeah, there's a will, there's a way. Uh, and we'll put that on information, folks, on the podcast episode. So if you go to our podcast episode, you'll see these links. Um, and then also, 
we want to make sure that you all heard it correctly. So, you know, if you got to rewind it, please do get in contact with Desiree. I mean, a lot of good information. Um, if you, if you, if you think, even if you think about starting a business or just want to have some money to leave behind your loved ones, please get in contact. Um, it's, it's a lot of good information that you probably have not heard that you will hear once you talk to her directly. Um, and with that being said, Desiree, as we bring it to a close, I really appreciate you being on the new you.biz podcast channel. Thank you so much for sharing all your, your life lessons and your life experience and what you're doing in business and doing it in the community. I really commend you again. I can't thank you enough. I can't commend you enough because you're doing a lot of great work and thank you so much to being on the, on the show. Thank you so much for having me. It's been such a pleasure to talk with you and it, it's been awesome. I appreciate the opportunity. Well, you most quite welcome. So that's it folks. Thanks everyone for listening, tuning in and stay tuned. You've just been listening to our interview with Ms. Desiree Sims right here on the New UWS podcast channel. Desiree is a pioneer in many different areas. And as you've heard, her story is so fascinating in terms of how she's transitioned into many careers, be it the flooring industry, be it the service industry, be it the financial industry, and also working with the youth. If you want to reach her directly, you can reach her at the phone number 248-919-8884. That's 248-919-8884. Also, you can reach her via email at dsims, D-S-I-M-S, at century, C-E-N-T-U-R-Y, dash G-R, dot com. Also, she's on social media, Desiree Sims, D-E-S-I-R-E-E, last name S-I-M-S, so look her up. So make sure you reach out to her if you have plans to working with youth or being in the financial industry, purchasing insurance, improving your credit, anything. Because I think that with her expertise and all of the things she's done and experienced in her life, she's very gifted, very talented young lady. So please get in contact. If you want to know more information about us, we're on the web at www.nuyou.biz. Again, that address is www.nuyou.biz. We're also on social media. You can look us up. We're on Facebook under first word N-U, second word Y-O-U-B-I-Z. So please friend us on Facebook and like our posts. We're also on Twitter under at symbol N-U-Y-O-U-B-I-Z. So please follow us on Twitter. We're also on LinkedIn under first word N-U, second word Y-O-U-B-I-Z. So please visit our page on LinkedIn. We also have a YouTube channel and a Google Plus page under N-U-Y-O-U dot B-I-Z. This podcast is on Apple iTunes, Google Play, and Podbean under NewU.Biz podcast channel. So please subscribe to our channel on iTunes and Google Play and follow us on Podbean. We're also on SoundCloud under DDB Group, LLC. So please visit our page on SoundCloud and you'll see our podcast episodes. We're also on Patreon under N-U-Y-O-U-B-I-Z. So please visit us on Patreon and support us. We also have a blog. So check out our blog at www.nuyoubizblogs.com. And on newyou.biz, 
You can also join our website as either an individual member or a professional member, depending on what role you want to play in our family. As an individual member, you have one year free access to professionals providing services that help people improve themselves. As a professional member, you have one year free access to individuals seeking services like yours. Our goal is to help you expand your business with a built-in potential client base looking for your services. So join our efforts today to help individuals become who they deserve to be. If you have any suggestions on topics you would like to hear from us, you can email us at info at newyou.biz. That's I-N-F-O at N-U-Y-O-U dot B-I-Z. Or you can send us a message on Facebook or tweet us on Twitter. Once again, this is Donald Robinson II, co-founder of NewYou.biz. Thanks for listening and please stay tuned for more podcasts. You've been listening to another NewYou.biz podcast. For more information, join us at www.nuyou.biz. Again, that address is www.nuyou.biz. NewYou.biz, where change is real, and you can also get empowerment, encouragement, and positive change.